This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little... Or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. You got to know who you are. You got to know who you are outside of the relationship, outside of being a mom, outside of being a wife, like at the core, who are you? Who are you? And what do you want? Like, what do you truly want? Like white picket fence, all of that shit. Okay. But like, ultimately, what do you want?
My name is Veronica Cisneros, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, a mama of three girls, and married for 23 years. I am obsessed with helping you navigate through the seasons of marriage, helping couples like you break free from feeling like roommates. I will teach you the secrets to having a healthy marriage by providing tools and tips to help you reconnect in a way that you can't keep your hands off each other, where flirting and kissing is the norm in your household. Setting intentional time to date, get to know and support each other's dreams and goals so that you can grow together without keeping score or judging one another. Where you feel seen and heard even when you disagree. Where arguments end with mutual respect and understanding. Where you work together to build and strengthen your family so no one feels like they're carrying the weight of the family on their own. These are the necessary skills your children need for you to model so that they develop healthy relationships and thrive in life. This is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Hey ladies, welcome to the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. I'm your host, Veronica Cisneros. Today's Well, she's not necessarily a guest. She actually interviewed me on her podcast. And the interview was so good, I, of course, had to share it with you guys. So in this interview, she is asking me questions that I've never answered or ever discussed or shared with you guys on my own podcast. And this is why it's definitely shareworthy. So the woman who interviewed me. She is a first-generational Latina therapist, speaker, business strategist, host for entrepreneurs, and soon-to-be author. She was born and raised in Miami and attained her degree from the Clinically Intensive Program at NYU. She has over 20 years of experience working with individuals and families. After over 12 years in practice, she is in the process of finalizing a book that she's created to help clinicians open, market, and scale their own successful private practice. She has hosted several networking events throughout the U.S., and of course, she's the host of the podcast Latinas Empowering Latinas. So please help me by welcoming the woman who has interviewed me and did a fabulous job, Janessa Borges. Today, I am... Super excited to introduce Veronica Cisneros, a buddy I met all the way in California. We've never met in person, but she is a licensed marriage and family therapist, and she helps high-achieving women stay married. So I asked Veronica to join us. Thank you so much, Veronica, for joining us today. I am so excited to have you on. I'm excited to be here. It's been like forever. And that's right. I'm like, no, of course I've met you in person. And then I'm like, we trying had, to think, it feels like we have. I know, right? And I'm trying to like think of like, okay, well, when the hell did you meet her? What state and what city? And I'm no, like, oh no. shit, no, we haven't. Okay. Well, no, hey. No. <laughs> hey. So, but we will. We will one day. That's on the agenda. So I wanted to invite you on because as entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. as Latinas, right? Yeah. We're there's so many layers to this one. Yeah, girl. So as Latinas, traditional Latinas, I believe our cultures are pretty similar of like where you cater to your man and like you, he's the breadwinner and your role is to have babies and also work and also provide, but he's in charge and you just like sit in your place. Yeah. And I've encountered so many entrepreneurs, whether Latina or not, but I'll, I'll hit more on my experience where if your husband is not an entrepreneur. Yeah. It is really hard. And I, I always love watching the dynamic with your husband, Willie, that you share often. Yeah. And you guys do a lot of the work together that you do. 
And I want you to share your story too. But my question is always like leading people and helping them to navigate this. But before I even start asking you questions, tell me about your story and Willie's story, because I know that's kind of like where all of this started for you. Yeah, no, hell yeah. Um, well, Willie and I, we started out, I mean, shit, I was 19 and he was 20 when he proposed. Um, but wait, hold on. Wait, you're skipping yeah. stuff. I love how you guys met. So you cannot oh, skip. Shit. You cannot skip the how we met story. Come on. back when I was four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. Real, I'm going to sum this up, but, but give you all the juicy details. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I was actually dating somebody. I was dating a Marine who was on a Mew. Um, okay, what is a Mew? Okay, so a Mew is when Marines are on ship. They're on float. So that's another thing okay. on float. So he's on a ship and he's away. I think he was going towards Okinawa or whatever. And I, we were dating. Um, but we weren't like actively dating he was gone i know i know i know okay veronica you're a bitch you, right. you guys are missing the facial on here right okay? all kind of rationalization going on. right okay, a whole much, forgiven, whole much. We've forgiven the, the other marine let's get to the word parts okay right, we're not so, judging here veronica. no judging so i was working at a shoe store and it's it was an open space so like anybody passing by we could see you right um and so my, one of my friends is like, her name was Melanie. She's like, damn, Veronica, every single time you like, you always, guys always, you know, come approach you. She's like, it's my turn. And I was like, all right, girl, let's do it. And so we're leaving, we're leaving the mall. We're leaving the mall. And I was like, listen, I'll go ahead and drive your car. That way you have free range. She's like, all right, cool. So we're leaving the mall. And the minute we leave from mall, there's like this group of guys. And this one guy comes running. And I'm like, what the hell? Did you drop something? Like, what's going on? And he like, he like comes up to me and he's like, damn, I just have to let you know, you are so beautiful. And my friend is like, it's supposed to be about me. I'm like, girl, you're going to get your turn. You're supposed to be the wing lady, (laughs) not the lady. And I was like, oh, thank you. I'm dating somebody. Right. And so he's like, I just, I just had to tell you. All of his friends were like, because it was a group of Marines. And all of his friends were like, oh, you know, whatever. We left, we get in our car and we're driving to the, I was like, girl, I'm going to take you. We're going to cruise the, the beach. Um, we're going to meet all kinds of guys, right? All kinds of guys for you. So we're cruising the beach or we're on our way to the beach. And I noticed like somebody looking at me. And so I'm like looking to my left and me, I didn't know it was Willie, obviously, but me and Willie are kind of like glancing at each other and like, you know, Melanie's like laughing. I'm laughing. I didn't know Willie was singing at the time. So Willie was singing out loud in the car, just singing. He thought I caught him singing. I didn't catch him singing. I caught but him wait, looking wait, at Wait, you me. need to clarify. Was Willie the one that stopped you to tell you how beautiful you are? No, that was another guy. The other guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So got it. That was the whole other part. Yeah. So we're in the car. You're driving. In He's the car singing. Driving. He thinks that you're laughing at him he singing. I'm really. laughing at it. I didn't even know, girl. I'm just me and her just being girls giddy, right? And so Willie and I just kept on exchanging glances. And then we finally get on the on the freeway. Um, and so is it the freeway on the st- highway, whatever the uh, highway? Um, I don't know the difference. And so I'm like totally educated anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. And so we're like, it's two, two lanes and, um, we're kind of glancing and we finally get to the red light. When we get to the red light, I have two cars in front of me. He has one car in front of him and, um, you know, he stops, he stops where I'm at. 
there's a big old gap, but he stops and he rolls down his window and he's like, you know, hi. I'm like, oh, hi. He's like, what's your name? And I told him and um, he's like, well, because the light turned green. He's like, follow me. And so I'm like, okay, because that's totally smart to follow some random guy you met right on the freeway, highway, whatever the hell it is. And so I'm following him and he stops at a gasoline station. He gets out of the car and we just sort of talk and we exchange numbers. And then my friend is like, Veronica. And I'm like, girl, I told you when we get to the beach. <laughs> she was so pissed at me. She was oh. pissed. Um, and yeah, we ended up going out on a date the next day. And then after that, we were like, we were always going places. He was always at my house. Um, and yeah, like four months later after we met, he ended up proposing to me, which was like crazy. That I didn't know. Four yeah, girl, later? four months. And I'm, I was not like, oh, I'm going to get married and have kids. I was like, that wasn't me. I, that was, I seen what was my mom. And, I seen like the whole dynamics with my mom and dad. And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. Like not a chance in hell. Um, and so for me, it was not like something I wanted. Was Willie already in the military then? Yeah. Willie was a Marine. Okay. Yeah. You and Marines, my lady. Girl. Is it I'm a California thing? I don't know. Listen, listen, a guy in <laughs> uniform, my man in uniform. Oh, damn. Um, but yeah, it was just like, yeah, we just, he proposed to me. And then a year after we met, we ended up getting married. Wow. I know, dude. And now we're in October this year. It'll be 24 years. Wow. Freaking crazy, dude. And you have... Three beautiful girls. I got three babies. Like yeah, my gremlins. Yep. <laughs> okay. So I know that part of, we met through a whole other entrepreneur yeah. program. We're like forever students and yeah. we're both therapists. Oh yeah. The, the story you share with everybody when you're talking about what you do to help couples is your struggles in your relationship. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about that bump? Oh, hell yeah. The biggest bump we had was when Aaliyah, so Leah was born in August. Is that your uh, first? Yeah. Yeah. That's my first. So Leah was born in August, um, August, 2022 or tw 2002. Um, and shit, she, so Aaliyah was born in August in about October. Was it October? Yeah. Cause it was around our anniversary. October, um, we ended up being separated. Um, and Willie asked me for a separation and I was just so like two months. You had a two month old essentially. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he, okay. So what made him say like, okay, we need like, I need. Yeah. Help. Yeah. So Willie, it was a drill instructor at the time. Okay. And when you're a drill instructor, um, and there's a warning for us women, for us, us wives, after Willie graduated from drill instructor school, all the women, like literally the day Willie graduated, all of us wives were asked to come in because um, they were going to brief us. And so it was like, all right, cool. This is so awesome. Like, oh my God, my husband's a drill instructor. You know, the guy with the smoky the bear hat that yells everybody. I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. And so like, we're at a brief and I'm like thinking I'm hot shit because we're at a brief, right? And the colonel or whatever he was, he, he was a high ranking officer. Um, and I say it like that and you'll, you'll see why I had like wanted to jack smack him. Um, so he's up there on this, you know, sort of stage and he's like, look to your left, look to your right. And so I'm like, Hey, you know, like 
we're here. Um, we made it. Um, and he's like, 98, 98 or 99% of you will not be here after the three-year term because you're a drill instructor wow. for three years. And literally, like, we went from like, hey, like, you know, all cute and all like nervous because we don't know each other to like, what the fuck? Like, what? He's like, 98, 99% of you um, will not be here after the three-year term. Being a drill instructor is three years. And it's like, all of us, like, were pissed. How dare you tell us that? Like, you don't know us. You don't know me and my man. You have no idea. Girl, listen. After that three-year tour, two, two, myself and another group, Gunny, Grant, Gunny Branch and his wife, Karen, the only ones the only survived. two left. The only two. But they, there has to be more, you know, that like, oh, fuck I would, yeah, I'd dude. love to know like what the stats gonna, are and why yeah, it yeah. is. And well, it's because they're robots. They end up becoming yeah. robots. As a drill instructor, you are robots. A recruit is not allowed to see you sleep, eat anything, go to the bathroom. Um, so you become constantly robots. on. Oh yeah. And then in addition to that, um, you have a wife that doesn't like, hasn't seen you in forever. And so when we see you, it's like, oh my God, I want to talk, blah, 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 blah. So it got to a point where Willie wouldn't come home, you know? And it was just like, okay, but you don't know any difference because he wasn't home all the other times, you know? And it ends up being something, you can't explain it to anybody. Like it ends up being something that kind of takes over. And don't get me wrong. I mean, the only way it's your it, it can happen is if somebody is co-signing it, right? Is is approving it, is choosing to do it. And so Willie ended up becoming somebody that I did not know. And there was one time we were in an argument and he's like, Do you understand? You're trying to yell at me like a recruit. I'm sorry, but listen, listen, I definitely understand. I thousand percent understand that your ass not gonna fucking try to yell at me like that. Like, let's go. Listen, my dad was a gang member. Like, you think you're all badass? <laughs> no. Right? And so he and I were just like, and I didn't know. You don't know what you don't know. I didn't know we he and I didn't have healthy coping strategies. I didn't know we weren't talking because he and I grew up with Hispanic cultures. You don't talk. You don't sit down and go over, you know, problems and what you want Hell no. conflict resolution no. and how to talk to each other bingo for us it was like who's gonna check who yep who's, who's gonna, gonna win bingo who's gonna win and that's gonna destroy your marriage and so yeah we you know i just had Leah, and willie was um willie was doing his own thing and i remember and i don't think i've ever shared this but i want to share it now there was one time one night i had this gut feeling um and I was like, dude, I just, I knew something was up. And this was the early signs before our separation. But I, of course, I ignored it. Um, but I was pregnant from Aaliyah. And um, I couldn't freaking sleep, girl. I couldn't sleep. It was like 12, 1, 2. And I was like, huh. I need to find where my husband's at. Because for whatever reason, I don't think he's at the barracks where the recruits are at. And so there my ass is pregnant, like literally pregnant, pregnant. And again, in my little Toyota Celica, um, because that's totally family friendly. And, um, I drive on base, you know, in my pajamas because that's the way we roll. 
And I remember looking for his car where the recruits stay at and his car wasn't there. And then I circle the base. It's not really, it's Marine Corps Recruit Depot, MCRD in San Diego. It's not really a crazy big base. And then I find his car and I was like, and it was right across um, where um, the single Marines stay. And so I was like, mm, all right, well, this doesn't make sense. So why not just think rationally and spend the night here? Like, duh, I'm just going to go to sleep in the back of it. And because that's like, hello, what? rational latinas do right i mean that's just how we that's <laughs> just, she's waving her hair right? across that's the just uh-huh. the way we do this and i felt I literally fell asleep and it had bucket seats it was a two-seater in the back so it had bucket seats my pregnant ass big ass belly okay is with this bucket seat so i'm all twinkle and i go to sleep well i think it was like because i found his car and i think it was like four or five in the morning and i hear his voice because that's how crazy us Latinas can get like a girl. We have senses like no other. And I hear his voice and I was like, I pop up and him and his, one of his drill instructor friends is all suited up. And so they get in the car and I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Cause I'm literally in the backseat, small ass car trying to maneuver. Like, what do I do? So I jump in the driver's seat. Cause duh, that's how we roll. And I turn on the car and I literally quickly park or, um, you know, drive the car behind the guy's car. So he couldn't back up out of the parking spot. And he's just like, what the fuck is this? Then Willie comes out and I was like, where were you? Like, where were you? And he's like, we'll talk about it at home. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, where were you? Where were you? Um, and he's like, oh my gosh, are you, you're pregnant? I was like, no, 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 I'm not getting that. (laughs) Thank you for the facts. I duh. Where were you? Where were you? And he was like, um, I I just remember crying because I knew like this asshole probably went out clubbing and here I am. I was not one that wanted to have kids, like never wanted to have kids. So here I am pregnant because you want to have kids. And it was, Aaliyah was a surprise. Um, and it was just like, I felt so betrayed. You would have thought that was like the first sign, but it wasn't. Um, it was one of those things where it was like, okay, he's going to come home and we're going to figure this out. I'm making this way more than what it was. And so, you know, let's say fast forward after I had Aaliyah, I, I noticed these changes, but I didn't know what to do with them. I didn't know how to handle them. And so it was just like, okay, I'm just going to go with the flow because I've been here before, but I'm going to do things different than my mom did, you know? And so it was just like, huh, what, what is this? And it wasn't until Willie and I, he filed, he ended up filing for divorce. Um, and it was ever have a conversation with you about where he was, or you just dismissed it. Him and the guys went out for drinks. You know, I'm working my ass off. Yeah, I'm working my ass off. I don't have any days off. You know, we went for a drink and then we came back. And so it's like, okay, fine. I get it. Like, I mean, because he was, he was working nonstop. And we were like, we knew the type of schedule he would have, but we weren't given like what time he would come off. We weren't given any of that. So it's like, whenever he comes home, he comes home. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they didn't have weekends off. Like, this is like your you're, you're with the recruits for three months and then you have maybe a two week break until you pick up the next one. And then some of them were back to back. 
So, and you knew you had two weeks off because we went to a barbecue. And so it was like, oh, okay, this is two weeks off, but it wasn't really two weeks off. So it was just, it was just nuts. So yeah, Aaliyah, um, Aaliyah was obviously born and Willie asked for divorce in October. Okay. I have a dumb question. No, you know, let's do it. It's a Willie question probably more so, Mm -hmm. but like, if he is so busy, why even like, what does he want to file for a divorce for? Well, girl. Like he's not home. Girl. So- Exactly. So Willie ended up starting a relationship with another girl. Um, and it was what time? Well, it was with one of the recruits sisters. Got it. So yeah, it was with one of the recruit sisters. Um, he had, so as a drill instructor, you go through all of your recruits mail. And so there's pictures that are sent to the recruits. Um, and so, yeah, it ended up being that. And okay, so Willie, we love you now, but lo mato that. No, girl, listen. Sorry, I didn't mean to like open that. No, room. I had no, no, idea. no, 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 no. Listen, girl, we've I've gone through this. Willie and I have had several, several conversations, and we had to, you know, when we ended up kind of like that reunification process. No, girl, there's, I mean, shit. How much time do you have? There's a lot of things, and I do share this stuff on my podcast. Um, I do share a lot of this. That story I had never shared though, and it's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna give you something different. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, there, there's so a he lot hands you there. the papers. You just had mm-hmm. a baby. She's yep. two months old. And you're like, what do you do? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, guess what? You freaking, you try to go ahead and hold on to your marriage. You try to hold on to save and save your marriage. Cause you can't have a daughter that doesn't have her biological father. You can't do that. You, do you know? think that's part of the Latina though too? Oh girl, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. You can't, you can't have somebody else raise your kid. You know, and so, okay. And this is where the familiar, the familiar part comes in. Like my mom went through this, but he's not doing what my mom, what my dad did. He's not doing that. There's no way. It was justification. Girl, I didn't know. I didn't know about, I didn't know about that other girl until Willie and I got back together. So it was just a whole lot of Willie just, I must be a nuisance. He doesn't have time for me. He just wants to be with his Marine friends. I didn't know that there was somebody else. I had no clue. Hey there, high achieving moms and wives. Are you tired of feeling like something's missing in your marriage? Well, buckle up because I'm about to reveal the missing puzzle piece that will bring back the romance, intimacy, and equality you've been craving. I understand what you're going through. It's not just about the occasional date night or a box of chocolates. It's about creating a deep emotional connection, feeling truly understood, and being on the same page when it comes to parenting. You want more than just a teammate. You want a partner who supports you, lifts you up, and shares the responsibilities of life. But let's be real. Finding that balance isn't easy. That's why my seven principles for making marriage work program is here to guide you every step of the way. In just 12 weeks, I will help you build the foundation of a rock solid relationship, one that's built on romance, intimacy, and equality. Imagine rekindling that spark, reigniting the passion, and discovering a whole new level of emotional security and communication with your partner. It's time to break free from the mundane and reignite the fire. But wait, you might be thinking, what have I tried already? Trust me, we've seen it all. Couples who've tried everything from fancy date nights to self-help books. And while those things have their place, they often miss the mark when it comes to true transformation. 
That's where my expertise comes in. As a licensed marriage and family therapist with a decade of experience, I've honed my skills in helping couples like you create lasting change. Together, we'll tackle the root issues and provide you with practical tools that actually work. So don't settle for an average marriage when extraordinary is within reach. Head over to veronicacisneros.org forward slash coaching right now to learn more about this program and apply. Remember, spots are limited, so don't wait. This is your chance to finally have the romance, intimacy, and equality you've been yearning for. It's time to reclaim your emotional connection, support each other, and become the unstoppable team you were meant to be. Let's rewrite the story of your marriage together. Visit veronicacisneros.org forward slash coaching and take the first step towards a love that exceeds your wildest dreams. The journey to a fulfilling marriage starts now. Don't miss out. So what are you waiting for? Go to veronicacisneros.org forward slash coaching and let's transform your relationship. And it's so interesting because again, as women, and correct me if I'm wrong, as women, as a Latina women, it's like, it must be me. I must be doing something wrong. I must be broken. I I didn't do the things I was supposed to be doing. I didn't do enough of, and it's incredible. So why, why is it that our instinct is to blame ourselves? You know, I think one of the biggest reasons is because we're not taught how to be truly empowered. We're not taught how to set boundaries. We're not taught what our true self-worth is. We're not taught that. I can't tell you how many times my mom would tell me, Miha, know your worth, know your worth. And it was like, okay, mom. But meanwhile, women were calling the house. My dad wouldn't come home. My mom would try to figure out how she was going to feed us. But Miha, know your worth. And it's like, okay. But she would tell you, but she wasn't showing you how. Yeah. How many of you have had a mom that's actually showed you how? Like, or a dad. Like, you you don't know what you don't know. And so all of these red flags that I, I, obviously they were very much there, but it was like, well, it's not that big of a deal. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. And my ass, I didn't even, I didn't even realize if you asked me back then, girl, how, how are you doing? I'd be like, oh, I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. But your confidence seems low. Your confidence seems low. I would have been defensive. I would have been like, okay, no, not me. That may be you, but not me. I didn't know. I I had no clue. I had no clue. And it wasn't, excuse me, it wasn't until um, I ended up going back to school. I ended up having to um, to get my own bank account because Willie took me off the bank account. Yeah, there's a story on that on my podcast. Um, But like, I had to get my own bank account. I had, I was like, dude, what am I going to do? I have a baby now. I have to go back to school. I got to get a job. Like, I have to go back to work. And I'm not a stranger. What made you choose marriage and family therapy? I've always wanted to be a therapist. I've always wanted to be everything ever since I was a kid, ever since I was a kid. Um, but I didn't know what the hell that meant because I had never gone to therapy. But it was like, oh, I want to be a therapist. Well, hold on. Hold on. You need to clarify that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've never been. No. You always wanted to. So I what made you want to, to if you didn't even know what it was? Everybody would come to me to solve their problems. Like I was a problem solver. Everybody come to me and it's like, oh, I know how to fix problems and I know how to give really good advice. And you and I both know as a therapist, we are not, we are not giving good advice. We're not giving any advice. We're challenging you, right? We're doing all of that. 
but I didn't know that. So I was like, okay, well, duh, I'm, this is my calling. Um, and so I just, it was the, it was the next step. It was the next step. Um, but yeah, I knew I had to go back to school and it wasn't like I was going to my undergrad. It was me going to community college, you know, so that I can get all my prerequisites done and get my AA and then get my bachelor's. What's still out of therapy, right? There's different. Yeah. 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 Definitely in psychology. Specialties. I know which, what made you choose marriage and family? Was it because of your experience with Willie? Was it because of your family dynamic growing up? What made you choose that specific to delineation? Be, to be honest, I didn't even know there was like different ones. I didn't even know there was different ones. I didn't know there was like an LCSW. I, I knew there was like a psychologist, but I was like, I don't want to do testing. I'm good. I didn't know like <laughs> LPCCs. I didn't know that there was, you know, several different branches. I remember working with some guy and I was doing ABA therapy or ABA tutoring. Um, and he was saying that he was going through this marriage and family therapy program. And he was telling me what school he went to. And I was like, oh, yeah, then I'm just going to do that. I could do that. He's doing so You it. just kind of like fell into it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, was like, I have to tell everybody I have. I've known Veronica for a while. I've listened to her podcast. I've listened to her lives. I've been in her group. You are phenomenally skilled. And listen, I know a lot of therapists and I'm always like, where did she go? Where did she train? Like Veronica just is so skilled. So this is a definitely an important conversation to have, which leads me to mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur. Yeah. What do you do when your husband, right? Because mm -hmm. it appears at least, right? So you and Willie have been together 24 years yeah. now. You have three beautiful daughters. Yeah. You look like one of their sisters, which is another story. <laughs> um, you guys are like beautiful together, this beautiful family. He appears to be very supportive on what you show. Mm -hmm. We don't know the tail end, right? Yeah. So, but I'm not even going to pick on that. What does one do or has there ever been a position where you and Willie weren't on the same page as it came to your business insofar as what you're doing or what you're investing in or what you're pouring money into it? Yeah. There's so much tension because, and I'll speak of my husband, my husband, law enforcement retired. And he was like, clock me in, clock me out. Yeah. I'm going up in my steps. That's it. Like you don't spend extra, you don't do extra. And I'm like, but you have to spend money to make money. Yeah. And I'm going to do this to meet people. And then I'm going to network to do this. And it's, we think so differently. Yeah. What as an entrepreneur, especially one who's starting off, who's probably not surrounded with other entrepreneurs like we are. Yeah. What, how can you kind of navigate that when the person around you who's supposed to love you endlessly is not on the same page and you still want to grow? No, that's a great, great question. You, you literally, and I, I don't want to sound this way, but I'm going to totally sound, and I'm going to sound this way. Listen, you got to know who you are. You got to know who you are outside of the relationship, outside of being a mom, outside of being a wife. Like at the core, who are you? Who are you? And what do you want? Like, what do you truly want? Like white picket fence, all of that shit. Okay. But like, ultimately, what do you want? Because I'm going to tell you what, there are going to be a whole hell of lot of road bumps, a whole shit ton. Listen, me and Willie, we are, we we're best friends. That shit took work and takes constant work like constant work on both of our ends, not with us like slaving to the relationship, like literally investing in ourselves, a thousand percent investing in ourselves because I'm going to be honest, insecurities come up like no other. The minute my business made a certain amount, 
Willie was like, oh, shit. Well, mm. and in a, in a Latino household, right? Both of us are both Hispanic. Both of us are Mexican. Like, he is used to being the primary breadwinner, right? He's the top dog. He a runs thousand, the house. A thousand percent. And when you have, you know, your wife that is kicking ass and now, like, we're going to dinners and we're going, we're networking and- and I wonder too, in the military world, like essentially, then you kind of like outrank him. And I wonder what that dynamic was like. Well, it started getting that way where I want to answer. I want to answer all of your questions. So, your first one, you got to know who the, who you are. You got to know who you are. And a lot of women are going to listen to me and be like, "Well, what about the relationship? The relationship's going to come because you know who you are." What ends up happening in relationships is if you don't know who the hell you are, and I've, I've, I'm doing a series right now on high achieving women and the impacts it has on their relationships, right? If you don't know who you are, then you're going to constantly compromise for your husband. You're going to freaking hit these high goals and then you're going to be, you're going to minimize it. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the practice hit a million. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. And a magazine wants me to be, they want to interview me, but you know, I mean, it's not, it's not, it, what were we doing again with the kids? Are we doing this? You're going to minimize it. And then you're going to resent him because you minimize it and you can't celebrate your wins. And then that's going to get to a point where you are, you are going to use that resentment, which leads to outranking him, which leads to that path towards divorce. Because there's so much resentment that has built up in the relationship which now has led you to being in contempt where you're positioning yourself higher than your partner. And I'm going to tell you right now, I girl, I've been guilty of this. I have been a thousand percent guilty of it. And it was scary for me. It was a thousand percent scary for me because it was, it got to a point where it was like, well, yeah, I'm not doing anything. I just made this much. And, you know, I'm, I'm coming home and I remember comparing myself to, I remember comparing the things that I was doing with what Willie was doing. Like you can clock out now, like you're good. You can clock out now. Like as an entrepreneur, I can't clock out. I have mouths. I have not only, you know, mouths to feed here, but like I have employees and uh, it's a women-based practice. All of these women are the primary breadwinner. So listen, I got to make sure this business is running without any hiccups. And it's a well-oiled machine because these women are relying on me to feed their family. So hell yeah, it gets to that very, very quickly. Very, very quickly. I'm stuck because I know you need to go, but this conversation you're good, you're is good. so good. Okay, Let's okay. do it. Let's do it. I already so, canceled. I canceled. Oh, good. I'm yeah, so sorry. Here. We're I know. Here. We're I'm so here. sorry. This is so good. Okay. <laughs> so people, this is usually my super short episodes is not happening today. Okay. What do you do if your partner doesn't want, so you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. If your partner doesn't either, I'm going to find the right words, find your value or doesn't want to acknowledge your value because they feel threatened, right? With yeah. their manliness, their yes. machismo, yes. right? Or they're unwilling to give you the space to do what you know you need to do. And it's either your business and what you know and and you yeah, or your relationship. Well, so the only reason why it would be that ultimatum is because you guys lack skills. That's just me being very upfront. 
Um, listen, if you guys are listening to this podcast and you guys get to know me, I, there's no freaking band-aids here. I'm going to give you guys it straight I'm up. I'm the same way. Right? There's no <laughs> band-aids. I'm going to give it to you very much straight up. We're going to the, we're getting to the point and that's it. And so if your relationship is there and you're at this ultimatum, like shit, you either support me or I'm out or my business means more, or you're just gonna have to figure it out. Yeah. Your relationship needs skills. It need, a thousand percent needs skills. And this is where I come in, right? To help you guys navigate through these uncharted waters. The first thing is to identify, well, shit, that's where we're at. We don't know how to have these conversations. And we don't know how to have these uncomfortable conversations without them turning into these massive warlike blowups, right? And don't get me wrong, I've been here too, right? And I probably will be here again, be there again, only because th- that happens. And so one of the reasons, one of the primary reasons that does exist is because there is an insecurity that has been exposed. A thousand percent an insecurity that has been exposed on both parts. On her end, you're going to try to take this away from me. You're right. I'm already doing this shit scared. And there's a great amount of uncertainty in this. And I'm afraid you're going to try to take this away from me. And I already have other people that are trying to take it away from me. And I don't know how to navigate through these uncharted waters, but I know you're a direct threat. So that's when we position our partner as enemy. For the husband, the husband's like, I'm losing my wife. And this is, I'm speaking from my, from my experience, you know, on my husband's end, Willie was like, I'm, I'm losing my wife. I'm competing against her work and I'm going to lose. I know I'm going to lose. And I'm watching the kids and I'm watching how she spends less time with the kids. And I'm watching that she's no longer really invested in the way the house looks. And she's no longer invested in us going out on dates. She could give two shits about us going on dates. She'll pick a work trip or maybe working over me. That's it. Is that a thousand percent true? No. But is that the way he's processing it? Absolutely. So guess what? There's going to be more resistance on his end, just like there's more resistance on your end. That resistance, again, drives this disconnection over and over again. And it positions the marriage in a very unhealthy state where you guys both have positioned your partners as enemy and you're both trying to force change. And you're trying to force change because this is uncharted territory. You guys are acting out of your emotions, you know, and basing your next step out of fear, out of fear, not rational. It's not rational at all. And so you have these couples, you know, your husband stops showing interest. He stops asking how your day went. And the minute you start to share maybe any excitement about where it's going, he could give two shits only because it poses a threat. It's not really how it is. And so for Willie and I, that did happen. That a thousand percent happened. Willie was like, and he told me, I don't, I'm, I'm tired of competing with you're, you're, I'm tired of competing with your business, you know, and I know your business is going to beat me because you care more about your business than me. The minute I heard that girl, I was on the defensive. Really? Really, Willie? Remember those seven month deployments? Remember those seven month deployments? And I was totally ride or die and a single mom. And I, you went for seven months. I was there for you. 
I literally now had it's my turn. Now it's my turn. Now it's my turn. Suck it up, homeboy. So, and I, did I say these exact words? Oh, you bet your ass. You bet your <laughs> ass. I'm just being honest. So Veronica, so on this one, I've worked, so your specialty. So yes, I have my practice, yeah. but this is like your deal. Like yeah. I work with couples, but this is your land. You're in California. Yeah. I'm in Florida. My goal here is to support women however they need and yeah. to help them with their businesses. I defer all couples to you at this point <laughs> online. They're all yours, baby. They're all yours. So I've worked with entrepreneurs that I'm coaching on their business. And I see so much growth and potential and they're either having arguments with their, their spouse is not giving them the respect or their business, the respect to watch the kids without interruption. So now they seem less professional. Doesn't allow them to invest back into the business money that the business has made because all the money should be funneled into the home, not the business. Mm -hmm. So then holds them back. Then you also have them in a position where the husbands feel so threatened that they talk about gaslighting, that they start saying, this is, this is you not being successful. You're being narcissistic. You're always on Instagram. This is not about your business. You want to show off. So what do you do when you have these dynamics that again are super unhealthy, but where this entrepreneur, this Latina entrepreneur feels cornered into, I can't win. And what's worse with the gaslighting, they start to believe it. Yeah. A couple things. This is where I want you to go. So I wrote them down just because I want to make sure I hit on them. And this is very, very common. And I'm sure you and I, I know I've gone through this. Absolutely. Right. We're all going to go through this. Um, I want you to do one thing. The first step is I want you to recognize the relationship is in a very huge transition. It's in a transition that it's never been in before. It hasn't rehearsed. It has no clue what the next steps are. Right. And so because it's been, it's now in this transition, it doesn't know how to adjust to it. It's literally a grieving period for both of you. You're right. You're no longer that person you once were, you know, Susie Homemaker. Your husband is no longer, is, is also, you know, he didn't choose this, but your husband is also like that life that he thought he would have and envisioned is also now in his eyes crumbling, Right. And there's a lot of things. No, I don't want you to invest money. No, I don't want you to, you know, um, show our life and, you know, be on Instagram. I want that to I, just let us have a damn moment. That's not videotaped. Right. So I want you to, I want you to first, excuse me, identify what is this triggering for you? First thing, what is this triggering for you? Right. What insecurities is coming up for you? What, what are the insecurities? You know, I'm not going to make it. My husband's going to leave me. My kids are going to hate me, you know, because there is mom guilt, right? Like all of these things, whatever those are, I want you to literally write them down. What are the insecurities that are coming up for you? Because it starts with you. It starts with you. Let's go ahead and figure out what those insecurities are, right? Your next step, I want you to have a conversation with your husband. If you don't know how to have the conversation, hit me up. We'll work together. But I want you When you're cool as a cucumber and you've identified what your insecurities are and you're going to work on them, I want you to go ahead and go up to your husband when you guys are cool. And I want you to ask him, what has this been like? Your guard must be down when you have this conversation. I think that's a huge piece. It has to be. It has to be down. There's no judgment. There's no criticism. Many find that guard coming up, girl, get the hell out of there. Excuse me, I need to take a quick break. 
go do freaking your extra run and run wherever the hell you think you could drive, run that far and then come back. Right. But ask him. And I, I want you to allow him to go ahead and open up with honesty. And this is the conversation Willie and I had to have, you know, and, and, and ask him, what has this transition been like for you? What is your ultimate dream here? Like, what's your ultimate goal? And why is it important to you? And then ask him another question. And yes, write all these questions down. If you're not writing them down, write them down. The next, <laughs> <Or> rewind. <laughs> right? The next question I would ask is, what is your greatest fear? Mm. And I'm going to tell you right now, holy shit, having that conversation with Willie, before that conversation, there was more questions. But before that conversation, I always thought, you're just threatened. Like, you're just threatened. Like, why can't you just freaking support me? I supported you. You went Afghanistan. You went to Iraq. You went on a meal. You were gone. The, the majority of like, you know, some of our kids' lives, like you missed it. And he was gone for seven month deployments. I didn't freaking complain. I was here. I was ready to go. Whatever you needed. Why can't you do the same for me? And that's why I stayed stuck. I stayed stuck in that cycle. Why can't you do the same for me? But the minute I stopped personalizing it, the minute I was able to recognize, wait a minute, wait a minute, he's going through this shit too. It just looks different. And it's not a personal attack for me. And what do I know about Willie 100%? I know Willie 100% loves me without a shadow of a doubt. I know that man loves me. And I know that my husband is happy, but now I'm starting to see a different side to him. And that's the fear. And what I found from that conversation was Willie looked at me and he's like, babe, when you're not here, I yearn for you. Aww. And right away, I will. You would think that that would be my, my, my response, but my, well, I have my therapist hat on though. Yeah. 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 My <laughs> response was, here we go. Now, what do you want to be on the tit? Like, what do you, what, what do you want to be? Like here, I got to freaking now nurture you through this whole, like that's in my head. And I was like, Veronica, shut up. Shut up, Veronica. Don't say no shut up, Lauren. Shut up, Veronica. So your reaction was like, hold on. I need you. Yeah. And you're worried that you, and you're worried that you, that, that you need me. Yes. Like you need to be babied while yes. I'm trying to fire. That's exactly what I thought. Like, here we go. Let's def let's define codependency for a minute. Right. Like it was like, here we go. Like you want to, now I got to, now I got to walk you through this process. Now I got to make sure you're okay first before I'm okay. Right. And, and I realized that's not what he was saying, but that's what, that's where I went. So I'm asking these questions. What ultimately happened at towards the end was his fear was that I would leave him, that wow. I would realize I no longer needed him, that I would realize one of his greatest fears, which was an insecurity of his, that I didn't need him. I didn't need him, that I wouldn't want to be with him. And those insecurities came up by the lack of support. Those insecurities came up whenever I would talk about money. Those in, and that's what it was triggering. The minute I was able to go ahead and obviously there's more work to this, but the minute I was able to make that shift, it was like, oh, holy shit. This makes sense. Like now I get it. Now I understand it. And I stopped personalizing what he was saying. 
and I stopped positioning him as the enemy. Don't get me wrong. Again, this took work, but I started to see him as my best friend. And I started showing up as his best friend. Wow. That is powerful, Veronica. Yeah. That is so powerful. Yeah. It was hard as hell. And it had to happen. It, it had to happen for me. It had to, and hell yes, I'm greedy in this. It had to happen for me. And in allowing it to happen for me, now I can see my husband as my greatest cheerleader. Because just like I feel safe in it and I could be a thousand percent vulnerable. He felt safe. Same thing. Same thing. And we just started having more conversations. And we've had those come to Jesus conversations, you know, and yeah, they're hard. And again, you know, Willie and I are going to be work in progress for the rest of our lives. Like for the rest of our lives, are we going to get it right every single time? Absolutely not. Do we get it right all the time? Not a chance in hell, you know, (laughs) right? And we know that. We absolutely know that. And because we know that, we are able to thrive. We are able to thrive in the midst of chaos, you know, and our kids see us in our not so great points and our great points and, you know, working through it, trying to figure this out. Well, Veronica, I could keep talking to you for days, but I know you need to go. And I know that we are way over what I promised that I would keep you. Um, Promise to have you on again. One of the things, and we talked about this before we kind of like press record was I love how you share your story with you and Willie, not to be nosy. No, I I love it. Like, Wow, everybody's not alone. Wow, there's humanity in this too, which is something that's yeah. hard for therapists because we're taught the opposite. Don't have Instagram, don't have Facebook, yeah. don't have all these things. That's a whole other conversation I can get into. But what I love is that you and Willie, even in this part of your journey of what you're doing to help women and couples and these high achieving women, is that you bring him into the mix when you do these things. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these questions, I'm like, well, what did Willie think? And what did Willie feel? And what was his reaction? Mm-hmm. So can you please tell everybody listening how you can help them in their relationship as they're trying to navigate whether they're Latinas or not, yeah, and whether they're entrepreneurs or not, how you can help them as high achieving women help their marriage going through everything we've been talking about? Absolutely. So the first thing is you got to be willing. I'm going to say how you're, I'm like, I'm going to throw it back on your asses. You got to be willing. You got to be willing to do the work. Cause the only way I'm going to be able to help you is if you're willing. So if you are willing and you're like, you know what? It's time. I've been ignoring those red flags and I'm ready to do the work. If you're ready to do the work on your own, I got you. If you're ready to do the work with your husband or your man, I got you. How can I do that? Well, I have a 12 week program. I got a 12-week program for those women that are looking to go ahead and enhance their marriage, truly connect, and reignite that flame. If you guys are ready for that, I got a 12-week couples program that we can go ahead and get you guys signed up for. If you're like, well, I'm ready, but my man ain't ready. All right, let's do the work. If that's where you're at, cool. I got a five-week program for you where we will go ahead and walk you through that program to get you to a state that definitely changes your relationship and how you show up so you're not ignoring those red signs and you're able to apply practical skills to change it. And so you end up being truly empowered and unapologetic. Absolutely. And hopefully by the time you even go through that program, then at that point you'll have grown and changed enough Or then who knows, maybe your partner or you'll learn how to communicate with your partner and bring them along for the next program. That's exactly how it's been working. It's crazy. That's beautiful. 
Mm-hmm. Um, please tell everybody how they can find you the best way. Absolutely. So Absolutely. So I have a freebie for all of you guys. It is called the five things that are killing your marriage. You can access that by going to veronicacisneros.org forward slash guide. Again, that's veronicacisneros.org forward slash guide. You can find me on Instagram and all social media. My tag name is Hey Veronica Cisneros. And then my website, veronicacisneros.org. Okay. And we'll make sure to link all of that on the show notes for today. Veronica, thank you. If I can't begin to tell you, when you're in a room with somebody else who has the same energy and love and passion and so relatable, it is always so nice to talk to you. And like I said, I could truly talk to you for the next two days, a million questions. So we'll have you on again. Hell but duh. thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so grateful for you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I'm excited with what you're doing. You're absolutely killing it. And ladies, make sure you have a notepad, pen, and paper whenever she's on her podcast because this girl speaks truth. Aw, thank you so much, Veronica. Absolutely. Let's be honest. We can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. Five things that are killing your marriage tips from a therapist. Find out if you are making these marriage mistakes. Ladies, this guide is 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy to use strategies to apply right away. You all know I'm a huge advocate for couples. I am on a mission to help you and your partner experience stress-free living. With this free guide, we are setting our marriages up for success. But it starts with you. You will find this free guide here in the show notes or go to www.veronicacisneros.org. The information I will be providing you is next level and people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen. And I hope you check it out. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder 
while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. I know. I know we've been taught that motherhood requires alcohol. I know we've been taught not to question our relationship with alcohol until we've lost everything. And I know we've been taught that if we do dare to examine our relationship with alcohol, we need to head straight to AA and declare ourselves an alcoholic who is powerless to alcohol forever. But what if all that isn't true? That's definitely not my story. I'm Suzanne, the host of the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm an influencer who stopped drinking in January 2020, and since then, I've been telling the truth about motherhood, influencing, alcohol, and sobriety. If you suspect deep down that glass or three of wine at night might just be making motherhood harder, well, you're right. Come and join me as I chat with other sober and sober curious moms. Let's laugh, cry, and normalize sobriety together, all while we reheat our coffee for the fourth time today. Oh, hey, it's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? 
Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. Everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.